previously on the Africa Borderland Center podcast. Today on the show, we will be looking at the issue of access to education in the Nigeria Niger border community of Malaka in Jigawa State. Uh, Nigeria in 2020 had more than 11 million out of school children between the ages of 6 and 15. And this figure represents 1 in 12 of all out of school children globally. After I came back to my community to serve as an advocate, the first challenges that I face is the parents of that community were uneducated. That is why they are giving us problems in sending their children to the school. And another challenge is that due to the harsh economic community uh, conditions we are in, some parents prepare to send their children to earn money for them, you know, instead of sending them to the school. The girl child are meant to be in their houses, exclusively in their houses. And two, they don't like to mingle with uh, the boys. Therefore, once they are growing up, they want to marry them off instead of allowing them to go to school. The Africa Borderlands Center podcast. Honestly, I look forward to a time in Africa where illiteracy becomes an alien thing, where you have the uneducated as the barest minimum of the population. There is a popular African adage that says, educate a man and you educate an individual. But educate a woman and you have educated a nation. I know that many of us know that African proverb and I hope that it stays ringing in our hearts even as we continue delving into stories from the African borderland community of West Pokot in Kenya on this edition talking about the plight of a female in that county and what needs to be done to help her achieve her dreams against all the limitations and setbacks. Welcome to the Africa Borderlands Center podcast, a 12-episode podcast series of the Africa Borderlands Center, sharing stories, rich, inspiring stories, and experiences of people living in borderland communities across Africa. My name is Uju. My name is Bumi. Now, while reflecting over today's podcast and watching the recent FIFA Women's World Cup, I was excited about the stellar performances of some of the players who had distinguished themselves by hard work and consistency. Now, a question popped up in my mind. What is the fate of a girl child born in West Pokot in Kenya that should have grown up to become a footballer, a model, Perhaps a movie star. Maybe even the president of Kenya someday. But the real question is, how easy is it to find your path to becoming any of those things if you are constantly being put down by your community just for being a girl? It's not easy at all. In fact, it will be an arduous and seemingly nearly impossible path to the life you dream of having. Now, so that we are all in the same place, I mean, in your mind, West Pokot is a northwest border county in Kenya that connects the country to Uganda. It covers approximately 9,169.4 square kilometers and from north to south stretches over 132 kilometers. It is mainly an agriculture-driven economy 
particularly animal husbandry, that is cattle, sheep, and goats. If you have been following us, you know that we're not strangers at West Pocot. In previous episodes on West Pocot, we have looked at female genital mutilation and women supporting women. On this episode, we're going to explore some of the limitations that face the female gender in West Pocot County and see what it takes to make something out of oneself and not settle for the status quo. We will also be speaking with Philomena, who is an entrepreneur and, I must say, a strong woman passionate about seeing other women from West Pocot break through the glass ceiling and succeed in life. She doesn't want them to be seen as just baby-making machines or the property of men. Yes, today you will also hear from Michael Local, who, along with the organization he represents, finds joy in rehabilitating cattle rustlers and helping them find meaning to their lives. Okay, let's go deeper. According to the 2022 Kenya Demographic and Health Survey, the average number of children per women in West Pocot County is 6.9. Well, invariably, we're talking about human beings, so yeah. 7. All right? Now, compare that to 3 for Kenya as a whole. So, average number in West Pocot, 7. Average number in Kenya, 3. Also, the unmet need for family planning in the county among married women aged between 15 to 49 is 30%, compared to 14% in other parts of Kenya as a country. So, family planning deficits. Deficit. Yes. Mm. 30% in West Pocot. Family planning deficits in Kenya, 14%. Wow. Well, me, correct me if I'm wrong, but this would definitely mean that the women there are pretty much producing children on a regular basis. That's right. Whether they can take care of them or not, mm-hmm. or whether they really desire to or not. Now, that may not be far from the truth. West Pocot has a 36% teenage pregnancy prevalence compared to 15% in the rest of Kenya. Wow. Female illiteracy in West Pokot is at 30%, compared to 6% in the rest of Kenya. Male illiteracy, on the other hand, is 13% in West Pokot, in contrast with 3% in the rest of Kenya. Hmm. Oh, Bumi, I mustn't leave out that there is 15% female genital mutilation prevalence in the county, and these are just the ones that have been reported. Hmm. We know there are many more that go unreported. These statistics reaffirm a lot of the negative issues we've discussed about the female child not being regarded, about female genital mutilation being used as a tool to check sexual promiscuity among the females, which was established in episode one of this podcast by an expert, that female genital mutilation or FGM does not do any good. The practice is outlawed in the country. Yet, we've heard of cases of traditional rulers who get paid to look the other way while this terrible cutting is done on the innocent girls. Hmm. West Pocot certainly seems to be lagging behind on a lot of the indices that measure the development of a community or a society. Now, let's take a break at this point. When we return... 
Philomena will be telling us about how she grew up in West Pocot and how she has been able to defy a lot of the barriers placed on women there to the extent of even running for political office. Wow, impressive. Still to come on the Africa Borderland Center podcast. My journey has been one of a very long and tough journey. In 2000, I lost my father, my biological father, because of asthmatic condition. And by then, uh, patriarchal society has been very, very, very rampant. After we lost my dad, in two months later, my mom was inherited by my dad's brother. We'll also hear from Michael and the exploits his organizations have done in the county. And I've got the information. So the information I know is education can change the community. So the best way is to take children to school as organization. That's what we talk to parents, we talk to women, we talk to elders, we talk to leaders to, to, to take their children to school, especially girls. Philomena hopes and advocates for better living conditions in West Pocot County and for a situation where the conditions in the community do not limit the outcome of the lives of its women and girls. Philomena is not the only one passionate about progress and human capital development. Michael Local is also on that path. The Africa Borderlands Center Podcast. Thank you for staying with us on the Africa Borderlands Center Podcast. You've been hearing a lot from us on how women are not living under the best of conditions in West Pocot. My name is Uju. My name is Bumi. Let's now hear from Philomena, who has broken through these barriers and has been able to achieve much success in her life. Uh, my name is Philomena Chenangat. Uh, growing from West Pocot, Kenya. I'm at age of 30 years. And um, third born, a family of eight, being a daughter of a teacher and a farmer. And currently I have four children, four great wonderful children, if I may say, uh, three boys and one girl. Uh, growing up in West Pokot has been particularly moderate, uh, based on what people say and based on what we face here in the reality. My journey has been one of a very long and tough journey. In 2000, I lost my father, my biological father, because of asthmatic condition. And by then, uh, patriarchal society has been very, very, very rampant. After we lost my dad, in two months later, my mom was inherited by my dad's brother. And for my biological dad, we were four. So my mom ended up having other four, half of my siblings, so we are a total of eight. Considering I was my dad's favorite, I didn't get along with my stepfather at all, because uh, he was not more exposed compared to my dad in terms of education background because he has been coming from the border side of Pokot and Uganda and he has not seen this other modern part of the life where we've grown up. After I finished my standard eight, that is the primary level, I was doing a national school. But my then my stepfather refused to take me to school and he said, you know, we should, I should get married. So you see, it takes a great deal of sacrifice for someone like Philomena who has left their community and found success outside of it to return home and want to make an impact in the community, particularly in borderland communities like hers, which, as we have seen, are seemingly abandoned even by the government. Yeah. But nonetheless, she believes West Pocot is rich and has a lot of potentials in terms of business, agriculture, and making a living. But the locals are not tapping into it. So there are factors that could result in setbacks like drought, insecurity, pastoralist lifestyle, 
and skewed culture which she believes can be corrected or you know worked around for the advancement of the good people of the community being in west pokot this is a patriarchal society what is casted in the news some is true some is false and that is why some of us have taken extra steps to even study peace and security and currently we are encouraging women to participate in peacekeeping peace missions through cultural functions through bidding through competition and even moving around and uh, getting into marriage across other borders with support women is not given a voice we have been raised up cultured in certain gender roles to put no value in a woman but these cultures can be unlearned so some of us who have seen the light we have seen the importance of education we have come back personally i've come back to my community to teach my community to be a woman you can do this you can do that not what you have been told that a woman must be like a full house time housewife you don't have to work you don't have to do this so we have em- employed women in various projects like we have silks for savings they save their money and weekly they borrow they bring back with the dividends at the end of the month they have something they have saved up and they can they have involved themselves in projects like farming along the river banks because water here is an issue uh, markets yeah Philomena definitely loves to go all out i mean step out of what some may call traditional gender roles where they say a lady can venture into certain kinds of professions but some others are off limits you know for them her story of running for office oh man even though she did not win is an inspiration to the ladies in west pokot it shows it is an inspiration to me and i hope it is to all of us that we can be a product of more than our environment that we can strive to be products of how we see ourselves on the strength of this philomena hopes and advocates for better living conditions in west pokot county and for a situation where the conditions in the community do not limit the outcome of the lives of its women and girls west pokot and i can say um illiteracy as i said it's is very high women have not been exposed to see life from a different perspective they've just seen like their housewife that is it you can do farming you can tatter your house and that is it after i finished my campaigns after we finished election actually which i didn't make it i said you know what okay campaigns are over what can you do it i don't know i have i, I don't know if i have a heart of gold yes that's what my daughter told me i love putting myself in tasks that are handled by men so the first thing i did i went to a police board of pokot and uganda it's called karita Okay, you know, community you don't carry a stick around. I I walked into the market, you know. And when men were buying cause this is if you can buy a livestock, you take for slaughter, you know, that is meat. So I went to to the market, you know, with my lorry. And I bought good number of livestock, the heads. Then I was like, "Okay, wait. Is this a woman? Cuz they said you have never seen women doing this." Then I said, "Let's do it. We can in fact there is a man we could bargain for the same bull." I said that this one is a woman. This one cannot even afford this bull. It was a very big sale. Well, then I said, you know what? I'm not even buying it for market. I'm buying it for my house. Then he put a price of eighty thousand. That's around eight thousand dollars. Then I said, you know what? Make it mine double. To shame that women. Yes, we can. You know. I finished that one. My job was stable. 
Philomena is not the only one passionate about progress and human capital development. Michael Local is also on that path. Um, I'm Local Michael uh, from West Pokot County. I was born in Kases village and uh, in Kiwawa location, North Pokot district, uh, West Pokot County. So uh, uh, I was raised in Kases uh, and uh, I look after animals after some time. When uh, one time Karamojong came and took all the animals and that time I told my brother because we have left with only 11 cows, uh, I would like you to, to look after these few cows. Let me go to school. Then when uh, these animals uh, uh, increased a bit and then I will, I will come back and assist you. That's how I went to school. And uh, on going to school, that's the time I, I, I started saying that I want to assist my people so that this issue of raiding and uh, doing all those bad things will end so that I, come, I will come myself and solve it. Because uh, uh, waiting people to come and uh, solve the issue of cattle wrestling to take time and maybe they don't understand about it. That's how I, I decided to continue with the studies, not going back to look after the animals, so that uh, after finishing school, then I will come and assist the community, tell them about the negative side of this issue of uh, cattle wrestling. Yeah, what uh, I do now through CAP organization uh, is to, to give, uh, to teach people the importance of education and also to, to encourage them to take their children to school so that uh, these children can come and change the entire community because I went to school and I've got the information so the information I know is education can change the community so the best way is to take children to school as organization, that's what we talk to parents, we talk to women, we talk to elders, we talk to leaders to, to, to take their children to school, especially girls, because uh, the women are the ones who will change the entire family, start from the house, household, to the community and the entire uh, uh, county. So Philomena, Michael, and a couple of others like them that we have been privileged to encounter are certainly a sign for me that West Pokot can make huge strides for the better. Michael tells us about his organization, COP, which is Christians United for Pastoralists and the steps they are taking to keep the youths busy. I started uh, Christian United for Pastoralists, COP, with uh, three friends of mine. Uh, one was pastor, and uh, one was just a, a student, and myself, I was, uh, I was uh, uh, practicing teaching, teaching primary school. That's the time I sat down with my three, uh, two friends, we are three, we started the organization. The reason behind this is that I myself, I went through challenges as a child, looking after animals, creating animals, uh, looking for water. I found out that this issue is very hard and it will not uh, uh, help the community. That's why I told people, let us come together and start the organization to, to help our people, bring information to them, bring development to them through infrastructure like health, education and also uh, water to help them at least uh, have where they can stay and think. Because this issue of moving up and down, crossing to Uganda, coming to Kenya, will not help them. At the end of the day, they will lose everything. 
He tells us more about COP and how they do what they do for the youths of West Bukot. Yeah, we, we as an organization, we have done a big role by, by uh, supporting the community through uh, the information. And also, we as a members of the organization, we have contributed our own uh, uh, cash uh, to, to support these schools by uh, by buying them uh, iron sheets and also training them on how to to to, to, to guide the school or protect the, their schools uh, and also during the uh, drought season we normally uh, contribute some cash as a members to buy food for these schools and also we do mentorship program in these schools we visit them uh, uh, once per month and also visiting these reformed warriors, the, the Kassarasalas, the, the one who have reformed from doing that activity, we, we normally visit them uh, after two months to keep them with the information and also we use religious leaders to, 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 to retain those who have joined their churches, uh, we give them information to be training those people and also to give them uh, uh, to introduce other activities for them, not to, to make them idle, but to keep them busy. That's what we do as an organization. How selfless of Michael and his team to be making this much impact in West Bukot County. Philomena tells us about her passion for women and why it is dear to her heart. My first passion or work that I've been doing all this time is to empower women, especially in terms of uh, economic and to abandon these cultural vices like early marriages, FGM. In the process, I realize all these factors, the contributing factors, all these cultural vices is leadership. And for me being from a Christian family, once God blesses you, you have to bless our hands. That is what brought me back to my community, you know, to touch lives. As we speak, I educate so many girls, personally myself. I don't have a heart to tell somebody no. Even if I don't have, I'll say, yes, I can help. And uh, God is so great because you find a way. You have girls in university, you have boys, you have issues, you have to, because people look up to you. And there's no issue that is too big that you can't handle it. I realize West Pokot is a very rich community, but people are sitting on resources here because they have not been exposed too much. I went to island up there, Lisa land, around 10 acres. Myself, I could go to the farm and plant my onions. And you know what? I made a good harvest. People, everybody came and said, you know what? You have never seen these onions. So once you, um, personally, my dad was a farmer. I said, let me go to places that have opportunities. Do farming so that these women see me doing it. So that they can also do it. I told them, next time I'm coming with the seeds, can we just do it? If you have, have an acre, I can help you. After you sell your siblings, you can find me back the money. At least they can do something for themselves. It makes you happy to inspire another person. And that person comes and says, do you know what? I made it. That's what keeps me going. She tells us what she intends to see for women going forward. I would like to see Africa putting women leadership, you know, out of the entire countries in Africa. I would like to see half, like women are presidents, you know, where a man is a president, a woman is a vice president. You have 50 cabinets. Equal share goes to women. Because nobody chooses to be born a woman, a boy or a girl. You find yourself in it, and nobody should be discriminated based on their gender. Refuse to 
get an opportunity. We use the brains to work and the heart, not our bodies. Like you are a man and I'm a woman. You just have to be smart. That is it. I also hope to see more women in leadership like Philomena said. Equally, with education and a lot more of these empowerment steps, West Pocot County will be a better place for the girl child and also for the youths. Okay, this is where we would say our goodbyes for today. But not without telling you what will be next in this exciting Africa Borderlands Center podcast adventure. We'll still be in West Pocot County looking at insecurity, cattle rustling, youth and community development, and much more. We will drill into how a change agent is making a mark by trying to get youths off the street and wasting away in unethical practices. My name is Uchu. And my name is Bumi. Catch you on the next one. The Africa Borderlands Center podcast is brought to you by the United Nations Development Program, UNDP, Africa Borderlands Center.